for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Six-pack lap it at. We got Tori Leperrier, Rory the Lynchpin, and Eric Helms. And this is the Sheffield Women's Preview. And just like last time, we're going to start on the bottom weight class and work our way up. That is... <laughs> If you don't believe it is the bottom weight class this time, there's a little bit of debate about that. Turbo Tiff, the reigning 47 kilo world champion, and may or may not be coming in as a 47. I don't know. Looking at what I see on Instagram, I'm willing to put she's going down as a 47. Tori, what are your thoughts on this? So until honestly a few hours ago <laughs> i would i would have said i would have predicted that maybe she was going up to 52 like her training has been looking really strong um and it does look like she's sitting a bit heavier like i've seen some posts here and there about her gaining weight um and training heavier um but she just posted a reel like an hour ago of her training and it looks pretty much right on par which with what I would expect her to do at 47 and she does look like she is like right within her weight class. Um, and this would have her, um, hitting numbers that we have seen before at, um, previous international meets. Um, but with those, even she can still total, um, I think she can still chip her world record and she can still come in as one of the people to beat here. I'm thinking she's staying 47 myself. I don't think she looks differently. <laughs> you know, this is, but everyone starts reading the tea leaves and starts thinking, oh my God, uh, what if she goes 52? Myself, I do think her training looks along par with what you would see at a 47 kilo performance, um, except for the bench looks pretty good. And uh, sometimes the bench does fly if you gain a little bit of weight and body weight. But honestly, I don't think that's the case. I think we're going to see 47 kilo tiff We'll rattle off her numbers. So squat PR is 160.5 and the squat world record is hers. The bench PR is 96 kilos. Bench world record is 99 kilos. Um, do I have that right? Natalia Cheramenko. And her deadlift PR, 172.5. The world record held by Heather Connor at 185. The total world record is 426.5 and that is Turbo Tiffs. So she would have to have an all-time best day to go past that world record, the two-time world champion. I'm thinking it's full well within her capabilities. Having looked at her Instagram, um, I'm going to go around the table real quick just for an over-under on this. And if someone wants to dive deeper, Rory, over-under, do you think she bests her previous world record? Over. I think she goes over the previous world record. And in particular, her bench and is looking really good. And I think that she has been hiding the top end of her deadlift as well. Eric? I think the same thing, although I am curious to see whether she stays in the 47s because there's only a like a 10-ish kilo spread between those two records, so maybe she's failing herself. Um, well, yeah, it's a 438 is the 52, although the problem is Noemi Alibert is capable of 445, so you're right. The record's a little lower, but Noemi is there, and she's going to have something to say about that. Tori, what are you thinking? I think, like, if the goal here is to break the world record as much as you can, and with Noemi here, she's clearly going to do that, and, like, we'll talk about that, but it would be smart for Tiff to stay 47, break her own world record, which I do think she will do. Um, but I don't think if Noemi goes in and breaks her world record, then that's kind of like out of the cards for Tiff. And then the money is lost there and individual world records. Like Tiff can, Tiff can break the squat record. Maybe she can break the bench record. Um, and then the total. So like that is quite a lot of money compared to, the classes that we've talked about before yeah and so she would be able to do that in the 52s so it just makes the most sense 
Talking about the 52 is Noemi Alibert. She's back. 168 is her previous squat personal best. The world record 171 by Plun Decker is definitely within striking distance. Previous <laughs> personal best bench, 85 kilos. Um, Selma Ramberg with 113.5 as the world record. That's going to be out of reach. What is in reach? Noemi Alibert with a 196 deadlift. 202 by Farid Farhana of Singapore, I believe, uh, a penna lifter. And the world record total, like previously mentioned, 438 held by Noemi Alibert. But Noemi at the domestic level at French Nationals has hit 445. The two-time world champion, been an international lifter since 2017. Eric, what are you expecting out of Noemi? Big things. I think she's looking really good. I think she's in a really good position to do quite well. Um, I predict her going for breaking the, the squat world record and potentially getting it, maybe going for the, the deadlift as well, and then just trying to to get all of her benches and totaling close to 460, you know? So I, I think she's going to have a great day, and I think that's going to put her close to the top of the pack. Anybody have a dissenting opinion on that? I no, think we're I all going to... Yeah, she's one of the ones to beat here, so... I would go so far as to say she is the one to be. Oh, wow. We'll put a pin in that and revisit that yep. at the end. <laughs> Let's move to the 57s, or are we staying in the 52s? Tori, you had said coming in um, before we came online, somebody is looking particularly lighter in Jack. <laughs> Our girl, Evie. <laughs> so, yeah, I did... Uh, mentioned to the boys earlier that um, I speculate Evie coming in as a 52 here with what I've seen on her Instagram uh, based on the numbers she's hitting. And yeah, I think she's looking very lean for a 57 right now. And this would be actually a very smart move on her end um, because even if she loses, I think her best totals. Can you tell me this, guys, what her best total is? 476. 479. 479? Okay. Yeah, she can lose. That would be her best if she put all her numbers together. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She can lose like 10 to 20 kilos on her total here. And that would, I would say that would put her like second or third here. So that would, it just makes the most sense if she's coming in here to do her best and win money, which from what I've seen, like her video with SBD, it sounds like she's all into this. Although I know she's run into like some injuries and stuff. Um, for a 52, she's looking very strong right now in her training. And um, if she puts up a 450, 455 total, um, that's well over the world record. So that's what I'm thinking. I'm going to see from the from evie here and, and that may be a big ask only because um i've seen her do a 150 squat her previous personal best 171 i don't know how much if she is dropping if she's dropping that would be why 20 kilos off the squat now that's not her top end squat that's just a gym squat it could be bigger when she hits the platform it's dicey it's dicey because if it doesn't if it doesn't work out for you it's at sheffield it depends how you look at that Maybe she's telling herself, look at in the 57s, I wasn't going to be Jad Jack up in the head-to-head anyways. So this is my biggest play, and I'm going to go all in on it. It's not the world championships. I'm still going to be able to go to worlds. If this doesn't work out, I'm a 57 at worlds. Good. Let's keep it going. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think the difference is, like, with her, she has been a 52 for quite a long time. Like, she's been back and forth. So we know she can, like, she's been at this weight. She's performed well at this weight. It's not like this is going to be her first time ever going down to 52 and like water cutting to this. Um, And she's a very experienced lifter with international travel, all that stuff. So that's why I would expect her to come in and this would be like a smart play for her. I feel like. Talking about the 57s, Jad Jack, I previously mentioned her best squat, 178 world record by Bobby Butters, 185.5. Her best bench, 100 world record by Donna Berglund, pre bench rule, 123. And her best deadlift is 223, and the world record is 230. But I'm going to tell you right now, 
from what we've seen in training and her best uh, total, let me get this out there too, 495.5. That is the world record. But Jad Jackup, what she's been doing in training has been absolutely insane. Putting up a 510 kilo total on her SBD days. Um, her squats blowing up, benches blowing up, her deadlift. She's going to go toe to toe with Joy Namani in the deadlift, even. There was a time when Joy Namani always had the final save with the deadlift, and it went without saying that she would have the last pull. That might not be the case anymore with Jad Jackup. Jad Jackup is a major threat, the former junior world champion and open silver medalist. It's a rematch with Joy Namani, whom. Her pre her best lifts 165 in the squat again 185.5 is the record 102.5 in the bench 123 is the record and of course the deadlift 230 is her personal best and the record her previous personal best 495 she just lifted at the British Nationals and um what was her record what was her she ended up in the 480s do when do you want to pull that up there and confirm what she got. Um, but she didn't cut. She was a very small 63. But again, we're talking about competing a week out. The final deadlift, which was, I think, 228 was fine. But she went one for three in the squats. Again, had a hard time with depth. And they weren't exactly smooth and easy squats. And it's competing just a week later. Yeah, so she totaled 480.5. Um, and I, I didn't watch the whole live stream, but I skimmed through and watched her lifts. And she was not holding back. Like that was, that was hard. She went one for three on squats. She did go six for six the rest of the day. She got all the benches. She got all of the deadlifts. Um, but yeah, she didn't have the best today. So a week later, and she didn't have to cut there. She's going to have to cut a week later. And Jad Jacob is is pacing for five ten. Eric, what are we looking at here? Yeah, I, I think um, this battle between Jad Jacob joined Amani. You know, Joy is in her late 20s. Jad is in her early 20s. Um, Jad, I think, has more consistency with making attempts. Um, Joy, for a bit, she had a couple meets where she went right nine for nine. And then now we see her at the British Champs, you know, going only, getting only one squat. Uh, and now we've got, like I said, the, the same reason I predicted Sheffield being a, a bloodbath. I think Jad's going to come out on top in this weight class battle. Um, and I think... I think it's going to be it, Joy's potentially going to be her, her competition to lose if she doesn't put up all of her squats and, and really have a a series of good attempts that are all made and good decisions. But um, yeah, she's also in a position where she's probably going for the deadlift world record. So, um, you know, she'll have the last say and it'll be interesting to see what type of decision she's potentially forced to make based upon where people are placing and where she thinks she needs to go. If she's going to just put on 230.5 or if she's going to try to do more and move up the rankings. But I, I see Jad Jack coming out on top. And Jad Jack up with the potential of taking a 495.5 kilo total and just running away with it to the 510 range. That is well above the world record and has to put her in contention overall. No, I think so. I think yes. Jad Jacobs. You know, if, I don't know that she'll total 510, but if she's totaling around, you know, even 500, she's probably going to be top three, you know. Any dissenters around there? Anyone want to add some caveats for the 57s? I actually want to say that I, despite her best total being a high percentage of the world record total, 99.9%, I'm saying bottom four finish, eighth to 12th. Bottom for four? Uh, for, for Joy Damani. Oh, oh, joy. Okay. I was going to say, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, joy, joy, bottom four, bottom four finish. Jad, top four finish. Yeah, I was going to say, brother. They're, they're not even, they're not even going to be close. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, based off of the British, previously I was said it was, this is going to be a firefight, but based off the British, um, I don't know, unless she just didn't have a great day and she could turn it around with a nice taper, but it's not encouraging when 480 is, you know, that's not going to do it against somebody like Jad. Let's move into the, we don't have 63s because Leah Babwa, who's moved into the 69 kilo class, but Leah Babwa, the world record holder in the 63s, as well as the 69s. Um, she also has the highest score on all formulas. She has the highest Wilkes, has the highest dots, has the highest good lift points. Leah Babwa, a lot would say, a lot of people would say is the reigning queen of powerlifting. Her best squat, 213 
And the 69 kilo class, the world record is 205.5. She hit that 213 as a 63. That record is in danger. The best bench for Leah Bavois, 115. The best, the world record bench, 144 by Jennifer Thompson. That is a monster bench. And the best deadlift by Leah Bavois, 231. The deadlift world record is 240 by Kimberly Walford, definitely within the means of striking distance uh, for Leah Bavla. Her best total all time, 556.5. But in the 69 kilo class, the world record is 548. Leah Bavla did that 556.5 as a 63. Leah Bavla coming in as a 69, she doesn't have to cut. When she did cut, she had bigger numbers than her 16 than a lot of the 69 kilo records here, including the total. So this is a huge advantage for Leah Bavla coming in, not having to cut, and the totals down. However, her Instagram captions are talking about overcoming adversity of injury. And there's a lot of talk of injury in her captions. And we're not seeing these monster lifts being posted. I know Tori probably can't say too much about it. I won't put you on the spot, Tori, um, unless you want to say anything, but don't feel pressured to say anything you don't think you want to. Uh, Eric, how is this looking for you? Yeah, I um, I wasn't sure if she was going to pull out or not. I mean, she had three posts in a row uh, when we're looking at early February, like talking about low back pain rehab. Will I ever come back? And then, you know, deadlifting 70 kilos, you know. So the most recent stuff I've seen from her, which was on March 9th, was her missing a 200-kilo squat. And then on February 27th, uh, pulling a ch moderately challenging 202. So, and, you know, that's not she's probably on the rise coming back from whatever that injury was. This could be a complete smoke screen and she's just messing with people. Um, I, that, I don't think it is. So if we assume that she got hurt because she basically said she did and she's coming back from it, I don't know that she'll be in top form yet. And if we're looking at a, around 200 ish squat, a slightly over 200 deadlift, and I haven't seen a bench for a long time and the bench is only going to add so much to a total she could be quite low in the placings because uh, this is like, but that's an incredible, like if she totals 530, that's still really, really good, but it's not a very good percentage of the world record. And so I actually have her based upon that place relatively low, um, probably around 10th to 12th. Rory, um, let me get your impression because the injury talk might've been something previously she'd been dealing with. She made some content about it and she's setting up a bit of a hero story comeback and she might be feeling a lot better than letting on TSG is notorious for not releasing a lot of footage. So could that failed squat attempt that she showed be a previous failed squat attempt as well as the deadlift and the new training is being held back and she's just showing some of the older stuff. What are your thoughts? Is it possible? Like, yes, it's entirely possible. Like, it, it, it's also possible that she was never injured at all and she's faking this. Um, like, it would be the easiest thing in the world to go to the gym and film yourself like bailing on a squat, right? Like, I could, I, we could, we could do that right now and just like pretend that I'm injured. I mean, I am injured, but like, we could do it with Eric and pretend that Eric's injured. Um, and like, a, a, and that would be entirely po possible. I just, it, it, I don't know Leah very well, but that sort of like fundamental dishonesty doesn't seem to sit with what I do know about her. And so there's some lifters who I would put nothing past and like I, they could entirely be faking it. And it, and of course this is possible, but I just, I, I don't think it is the case in this case. It just doesn't, um, it doesn't sit right. You know what I mean? Well, let, let me, let me rephrase this because maybe... I don't think there's her trying to fake anything. I think legitimately she was hurt. She's showing this footage and just hasn't shown noon footage, but I don't think it's any faking or it's any dishonesty. A lot of people will just show older footage and not show the newer stuff. And for her, it's like, well, I was injured and I am going to come back from an injury. You just don't know how back from the injury I am. 
And I think that's all it is. Is that possibly the case? And she might be, if not 100%, close enough. I mean, and I'll leave the close enough question for, for afterwards. Um, is it possible that this is older footage? Again, this is this is possible, um, but it is still dishonest, right? And and that still doesn't doesn't sit very well with with what I do know of, of Leah, right? It's it's almost it's similar to a, like a lie by omission or something, right? And it just doesn't doesn't it doesn't seem to sit quite right well. Uh, if she wanted to create this false impression, there are lots of other ways of doing it rather than saying like basically. How's Sheffield prep going? Here's me failing a 200 kilo squat. Like that felt very uh, as if it was in the moment, you know. Um, of course, it's, it's possible that it's not. Um, is she back enough though? Like this sort of similar to Taylor when we talked about it in the previous uh, episode, though, though not, probably not to quite to the same extreme. She doesn't need to be back 100% to do quite well. However, the women are packed much more tightly than the men. Whereas we had several men at the 95, 96, 97% of the world record total range. And so if you wanted, if you wanted to be sort of top half of the pack, you probably only, he says with air quotes, only needed to be at 98, 99% of the world record total. With the woman, the lowest percentage, I think, is 97.5%. Um, and that's uh, Agatha and, and Jessica. Um, and like, so that means that the the margin for error for these women is much narrower than it was for the men, which means she doesn't need to be necessarily 100% to be near the top of the rankings. But if she's not at least 97%, she's probably going to be last. Mm. Corey, you got somewhat keep your cards to your chest here. And I want to I actually you have none. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, well, like Taylor, I don't have any inside information like all of their training and stuff is very private as with like all of our athletes as it should be like we don't share a lot um but i like same thing i said about taylor i think leah is gonna show up and do what she needs to do to win this thing and she has proven that she can show up and compete well under adversity many times before as taylor has as well and I don't care what's going on in Instagram for either of them. Like I'm purely basing my opinion on the facts and the facts are that they are incredibly consistent and they show up and they do well when they need to. So that's why I'm thinking that this is what is going to happen. Rory, you got a funny look in your face. Did you just bite into an onion? Yeah. I don't know if I would classify Leah as incredibly consistent. Um, she didn't compete at one of her most recent mates. Um, like, like it's, yeah, she well, won't, she won't miss weight this time. I guarantee. Missing weight is different than like that's an element you know. of consistency, right? Like if we're talking about people repeating good performances, like that's a relatively recent data point saying that she actually is not that consistent. Okay, but that's not a factor now. Like she doesn't have to make weight now, so we can just take that out. You well, know, the factors- she has like that advantage now of coming in where it doesn't matter. Well, I assume that she didn't just go up past 69 kilos but <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't, wait, it doesn't make weight again yeah, comes yeah, in at 76 kilos like <laughs> she could um, she, she would she would be allowed to though anyways to the point <laughs> it would, it would like be a disastrous decision here, you know so she's not trying to like keep her body weight in uh, like under a certain amount for like just in case another competitor comes in heavier like that doesn't matter like it's what she's going to total so now Somebody who is showing up in the 69 kilo, I guarantee you this, the two-time world champion, and listen to me, Chandler Babb twice has showed up to the world championships, the underdog. Chandler Babb twice is left with the world title. She is scrappy. And if Leah Babb was not 100%, oh my goodness. Can you imagine Chandler Babb pulls it off again and once again does the upset? Um, Chandler's best squat, 192.5, that's... Over 10 kilo below the 205.5, Leo Bavois set the world record in 69 kilo class. Chandler Babb's bench, 112.5. Jennifer Thompson's 144, way ahead of that. Chandler Babb's got a big deadlift on her, though, 237.5. And Kimberly Walford's 240 kilo uh, world record is definitely in danger. So Chandler has an option there, not only for a chip, but to grab some extra money on the deadlift. And her overall total... Um, oh, I don't got Chandler Babs overall. Does somebody have Chandler Babs overall best total, please? I've got a 535. 
So Leah Bava, the world record, 548. Chandler probably going to be short of that. But if she jumps up a little bit, it's not completely without reason if she could mitigate that gap. Or, depending on if Leah is banged up after all, imagine she doesn't take the world record, but she does get a win over Leah Bavois. Wouldn't that be something else? Um, Eric, am I talking crazy? Yeah, I, I have no commentary whatsoever on the 76s. Um, we're, we're going to recuse myself of any speculation on how they fit into this uh, because of my conflict of interest. But I think Chandler is looking good, but I will say she's put up a recent squat and a recent deadlift and they were like 10 RPEs. Mm. So and high. I, yeah, they weren't, weren't comp standard either. <laughs> no. no. So she, she hit a, a, a 10 RPE three red light, uh, 190 squat. Uh, and then she also recently pulled a, uh, 230, probably, two reds deadlift you know so i i'm hoping the taper goes well and she's able to put up those numbers but those are below her best on the platform so i don't know that we're going to see uh kind of that unexpected rise from chandler bab that would be really cool to see um you know so if if she has a i mean she's also really only in a position where she would be going for like the deadlift world record um, but if she's just having a bad day, like if she's just not able to meet her best, I don't know that there's any sense in, in load, trying to load that. Like if, if two is your limit, like, how do you even get to a second attempt that puts you close to, to, to 240.5, right? So I have a feeling she's just going to have to put together the best total she can. And we're looking at something around, uh, 530, uh, and she's going to be lower on the rankings than, than, than most. So probably in the bottom three, bottom four, somewhere in there. Real quick, I'll swing around the table only for this. Um, give me a name, Leah Bab or Chandler Bab in the Battle of 69s, Rory. Chandler. Holy shit. Holy I agree. Shit. Eric, give it to me. Sorry. I agree. I think Holy I think Leah looks does it again. I mean, Oh yeah, my. I think Chandler's going to beat Leah because I think Leah's hurt. Corey, obviously. My girl, Leah. <laughs> Holy fuck. If Chandler Babb does this, um, first off, I'm having her on the podcast again. But uh, my God, how does she keep pulling this off? Just She's the epitome of just show up and try your best. She, she went against Kimberly Walford, who had never lost ever in unseated her at the world championships was number two nomination in pull off an upset in 2022. And here we are, if she could beat the best power lifter on every single formula, Leah Bavwa, my goodness, that'd be insane. Um, we're going to have to tune in to watch. It's going to be fireworks. It's going to be fireworks. Let's move on to the 76s, which Eric is going to be very silent for, but we got a lot to talk about. So Jessica Bittner, the reigning world champion, the only champion the 76 kilo class has ever had. Two-time champ, came down to the very last deadlift in a tight battle against Aikata Shitko. It went down to the body weight. We're going to go division, or sorry, event by event, squat PR for Jessica Bittner, 218.5. The world record, 223 by Carlina. Obviously, that's close enough within striking distance, but... Eric is handling her and he's mentioned several times, don't go for a world record. If you don't think it's there, miss and then take away from your total. So it'd be interesting to see what happens. We're all looking at Eric's face and he's really good at poker. I'll tell you that right now. 107.5 for Jess's bench press. Bench press, never her finest weapon, but it's it's relatively consistent. 145.5 though by Laura Matolin of France. Not going to come close to that world record of 145.5. But the deadlift, she owns the deadlift world record at two at two sixty one point five, and she might need another monster deadlift. Um, her total five eighty five. The world record by Carlina six hundred. I get the shitco. I'm just gonna rattle this off. We can tell our thoughts together on the seventy sixes. I get the shitco, who took a silver medal overall in the 2022 world championships battling Jessica Bittner losing on body weight, but 
has also won an equipped world championships. Her best squat 202.5 compared to the 223 world record. Her best bench press though, and this is where the bench press record is in danger. She's hit 145. She's at this is in the 76s. I think she's hit more in the 84s. She's capable of going more. So the bench world record's in danger, but the deadlift world record not. Her best deadlift, 237.5, far below Jessica's 261.5. Her total, however, exactly right on the money with Jessica with 585. And I got the shitco is within striking distance of that 600 kilo total. Speaking of the 600 kilo total, Carlina, the 76 kilo terror has arrived from New Zealand. The Commonwealth champion owns the squat world record at 223, bench pressing 124. So she will not be within striking distance of that 145.5 deadlift or bench press world record, but is rather close to the deadlift world record. She has a 255 kilo deadlift. And Jess, again, 261.5. Carlina holding a 600 kilo total world record. But there's some caveats to this, isn't there, lady and gentlemen? Um, she did that while enjoying home cooking in New Zealand. And now she's traveling to the other side of the world 40 hours. That's multiple days just to get here and has never faced such fierce competition where Agatha, Jess, multiple world champions here, multiple world championships, sorry. Um, they're not shy in terms of competition. So while she's coming in seated number one based on total, she's also the less proven and has the, you know, multiple time zones and travel. Um, I'm going to throw this to the Kiwi section. But, uh, and, and get Rory's opinion. I won't be throwing it to Eric because all Eric is a Kiwi, but he's also Jessica's uh coach, so mm -hmm. he's kind of a Kiwi. Head coach for uh for Team Canada for Sheffield. Oh, shit. wow, look at that, man. <laughs> You're head coach Eric Helms. Are, and, and are you are you dual citizen New Zealand and American? I am, and uh, I assume being elected the head coach. Of the Canadian team gives me Canadian citizenship. So uh, you should. Over there. Uh, That's yeah. right. Oh, sweet. Am I a Singaporean citizen as well, then? Good yes. as a passport, yeah. my friend. That's the way that works. Good right. as a passport. Good to know. Uh, Rory, what are we looking at? Okay, I'm going to jump around a little bit. Um, so I think probably all of the discipline world records are at risk, um, right? So I think Carlina has a, probably a very good shot at taking the squat world record. She did hit a 230 in training not too long ago. Um, like it looked hard, but like it's seven kilos over the world record. So like even, even if she took a little bit of a hit from the travel, I think that record is not entirely safe. Uh, that said, uh, Jessica's best squat is 218.5. And so that's not that far behind the world record either. And so if Jessica was on form and Carlina was not, it would be plausible that Jessica would take a shot at that as well. What I actually suspect is going to happen is that Jessica will take a conservative squat and make sure that she goes three for three and builds her total. Um, you can go for a PR squat 365 days a year. You can finish top handful in Sheffield one day a year. And if you're not lucky, then uh, like one day in your entire lifetime, right? And so you, you, it's, it's possible that people only get one shot at this. Um, bench press, Agatha has a really good shot at going for that, uh, going for the bench press world record. And the other two are kind of way off the money. Though I will say, Carlina did hit a 123 kilo tempo bench the other day that looked quite good as well. Um, not close enough to break the world record, but like it, it did look positive nonetheless. And then in deadlifts, obviously Jessica has the biggest, actually she has the biggest deadlift in the raw woman ever. Um, and, and so that is amazing. Um, and there was probably a little bit more on that deadlift, though not a lot more on that deadlift at the time. But Carlina, her best deadlift in competition is 255. And she did hit a 243 for a double not too long ago in training. So I would say that Carlina is probably not a huge amount off that either. Um, so the way that I think that this ends up shaking out just between the battle of the 76ers is I would say that Agatha probably comes in third place. Um, as much as I like her, as much as I think that she's a great competitor and a great sport, she has a history of making bad attempt selection. Um, and it's cool to have a big bench press, big bench press doesn't often win you a powerlifting meet. Um, so like 
she is going to be the person who struggles the most to put kilos on the 585 to try and get close to that 600. And like I said earlier, the, the band for the woman is much tighter than the band was for the men. It goes from like 97.5, which is where Agatha is, up to about 101.6, which was uh, Noemi at, uh, which was Noemi's best, best total. Um, and so, I think Agatha is really going to struggle to make up that 15 kilos, let alone the 25 kilos that she would need if she wanted to come in at around 610 and try have a shot at coming in like first overall, which is about what she might need to, to try and beat Noemi at, uh, if, if Noemi comes in on a, on a good day. Between Jessica and Carlina, I'm struggling to call it because I think on if it was a max out in their home gym, I would say Carlina would probably have it. I think she's, Today, I think she's probably the stronger lifter, but she's also significantly less proven. Um, she's traveled for competition a lot less. She's been in fierce battles a lot less often. Um, and that is a bit of an unknown quantity as far as knowing how she's going to be able to perform when she gets under pressure. And saying that her best total is 15 kilos ahead of Jessica's best total. And so that is like not something that, that we can ignore. That said, if she does want to beat Noemi, she does still need to come in at around that 610 mark, assuming that Noemi comes in at around the 445. Um, and if Noemi comes in with a PR total, she may even need to go above 610. And so having to eke out an extra 10 or 15 kilos on what is already a very good total on a very good day after traveling the entire way around the world and only... Is that three months after she competed, maybe four months after she competed last? Like, as a, as a bit of a tall order. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of talking yourself into a couple different directions. I'm yeah. not sure where you're going to land on it. I think I was waiting was for great. it. But <laughs> listen, oh, did um, you want me? Did you want me to say something at the end? Because I, I don't know. I'm going to have to get up early and watch it. Okay. Well, listen. Let me let me throw this to you, Tori, real quick. But I will I will add this. Um, Jess did hit a 220 kilo squat. So over her world record now, this is in the gym. She's got to cut some weight. She's got some travel. Um, Carlina has competed internationally in Canada, no less, but it was at a much smaller fed. The competition wasn't fierce and we have no idea how much it affected her lifts or not. Uh, Whereas the flip side, Jess has traveled the world and hit PRs, been in the fiercest of battles and won. Um, Agatha has traveled the world um, and and won in equipment and also not as crazy a... Well, I mean, to South Africa from Europe, still pretty big travel and hit a 585 as well, battling Jess, no less. So they're battle tested while traveling. Um, But Carlina is the strongest of all these women with 600 kilos. That's by numbers, not by opinion. What do you think? I literally agree with everything that Rory said. That was like my whole thought process um, with Agatha coming, coming in third against these three women and then it will be between um, Carolina and Jess. But again, I think the, like the international travel and experience is huge. And Carolina, I agree that if she was in her gym right now and Jess was in her gym, like Carolina would come out on top. Like I think she is stronger, but I think when it comes to competing, Jess is like an amazing competitor. And we've seen this like year after year. And I don't think she she needs to go for that squat world record. I think she, like Rory said, she's going to play save on squats, three for three on bench. She's going to pull something huge that will allow her to total more and maybe even like place place as well as she can overall. And then she has that overall money and she has the the money um, on deadlift as well. So I see Jess taking this in this class, and then Carlina and. Agata, but I will add that uh, Agata has not competed under the new bench rules yet, and all of her bench presses and training have looked very borderline, and some of them are touch and go, like they don't look great, and historically she hasn't been very consistent on bench either, just performing in meets, so I think she's going to lose quite a bit of kilos there, and that's just going to, like, I guess... That's like that's her lift to make up ground, and she won't be able to do that this time. Eric, your official uh, decision, I'm assuming, is Jess. Uh, I will say that it's going to be a very interesting battle between the 76s, and I think all three world records are at risk. Okay, there it is. We'll move <laughs> along to the 84s. And, of course, this is the 84-kilo goat, the queen, 
I know people get sick and tired of hearing the word goat tossed around, but I think this is pretty much inarguable that Amanda Lawrence is an 84 kilo goat. Amanda Lawrence has previously hit 256 kilos. The world record stands at 243.5 in the squats. Bench press, her previous personal best is 132.5. Eketa Shitko moved up and reigned on her parade with a 147.5 kilo bench press standing world record in the deadlifts. Amanda Lawrence used to own the biggest deadlift in uh, IPF in tested powerlifting, 260.5 kilos, monster deadlift. And um, that's her previous personal best as well as the world record. Her previous personal best total, 646, the world record, 636.5. Now you're seeing a little bit of discontinuity here. You see some of her previous personal bests being higher than the world records. That's because in 2020, she did a local meet and hit some huge PRs, actually finished that year, if I remember correctly, with the biggest total in the women's tested division, despite not being in the biggest weight class. So here's really the question. We she know the she's dots out of men and women for a little first for a spell there. For a hot minute. So here's really the question. Are we gonna see the Amanda Lawrence that posted that monster total in 2020? Her Training looks phenomenal right now. If you guys are following, I've been reposting. She is just murdering it on squats, deadlifts, the whole nine. Um, what do you think, Eric? Do we see return to that 2020 performance or maybe more? And she's going to break her world record and really make a statement or along the lines of what we see at the international level? Yeah, no, to echo what you were saying, her training looks good. She just squatted recently 250, and she just deadlifted recently 260. And unlike a lot of the other people we've been talking about, they look good. The depth was no question. The lockout was solid. They were also hard, though. So I think one thing I haven't seen is any bench press from her. Same. So I, I think she's going to be close to that, but I don't think she'll be quite there. And she's in an awkward position where... The squat world record is 243 and a half. But if she can squat 250, what do you do? You know, there, there, there's a there's a world where you go 244 in a second and take what's left, but then you're potentially really gassed out and you also want to go for 261. Um, do you just build the total? So, I mean, if, if she plays it conservative and goes 244 on the squat, it's a different story than if she goes all out and just totals as much as she can. So if she goes all out and just totals as much as she can, I would not be surprised if she comes in like fifth. If she goes conservative and takes just the the record, she might drop another couple placings. Cause I don't, I think it's going to be hard for her to get both her best squat and her best deadlift, but she could chip the squat old record and then go all out on the deadlift. And, and maybe have a pretty damn good total and be in the top five, top six, somewhere in there. Corey, what do you think? Yeah, I think it makes the most sense here for her to take the money on the squat world record and then just try to maximize her total from there. I haven't seen, like, I haven't seen a lot of bench progress from her for the last few years. It's been around 125, like, her best bench is 132 and a half. Um, so like maybe we come in, we can expect her to hit like 120 again. Um, and I just, I don't expect her to come in here and have her best day based on her training lately. I don't think we are going to see a lot of, I don't think we're going to see like Amanda at her best yet. I think that's to come, but I don't think it's going to be at this meet. And I think that's going to place her probably um, middle, middle of the pack. So. Wow. Okay. I mean, somewhat split opinions here, Rory. No, it's the exact same opinion. Really? I thought you were saying your, her training was looking really good. Yeah. But I think, I think she, she, she can chip the, the squat world record, chip the deadlift world record not try to put the full weight on the bar she can on the squat so she can get the deadlift. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, we don't know what much of what her bench is. So we're looking at like a, a 630 to 640 total, and that's got her in fifth or sixth. 
Yes. For her, I think it's just like doing things that she has done before, but going nine for nine and like those records are are hers already. So she just needs to chip them and not get greedy there to like to try to total enough to to come in top three or something. Because for her, it's just like this is the smartest way to make money at the meet, right? It's You're two right records. That the money's right there. And if yeah. you, you spoil it on the squat when you don't need it, when you could collect the money for just a little bit more. And um, when you're, when you start grinding on squats, you're not going to get that deadlift world record as well. But the overall, there's a lot of freaking money is the problem with when you move mm-hmm. up the placings, Rory, what's going on here? Is she moving up the placings or we got to return to the 2024? No, no. Uh, I, I pretty much, pretty much echo what uh, Eric and Tori said, like her training is looking good compared to how it's looked lately but 2020 amanda was a uh, was a different beast right and so like if we're just looking at her numbers her best total is like 101.5 percent of the world record total and if she could do that again that would put her top three almost for sure but we haven't seen that amanda for a long time right like her best her best squat in a recent competition was 242.5 this is 12 and a half kilos off her best uh sorry 13 and a half kilos off her best ever squat um does her training look good yeah does it look put 15 kilos on her squat since the last time she competed like probably not that good mm. um and like tori said uh, her bench has been very static for a long time she tends to take big jumps on bench and so if she misses a jump that's like seven and a half kilos right there like she has been opening at 120 and then taking 127 as her second attempt, like pretty religiously for a little while now. Um, and last time she missed the 127, and that's seven and a half kilos off her total right there. It's, it's, it's I'm wondering what's going on. What, what happened to her numbers? Um, we'll see. Maybe she could turn around to Sheffield, but you're right in that for her squat to drop 13 kilos or, or around whatever it is there, that's a huge drop. I actually don't think anything has happened to her numbers. If you look at her progression on her total, it's very consistent except for the 646. So if we say, hey, that was a local meet that what were the refing standards? Don't know. What were the travel? What was the travel like? Not sure. Um, I, I could probably go look that up at, at some point. But if you can, but in that local meet where she possibly got away with things, she might not get away with in another competition. It's possibly a little bit of a kinder meet than some of the other meets that she's done. That's where she blew it up. If you skip that, she went 613. She goes 613 twice. Oh, no, that's one meat listed twice. There we go. 613, 625, 636.5, 625. Like, those are not, like, they're not monotonically increasing, but they're, like, Mm. reasonably consistent with one another. And so I Mm. think we're more likely to see the 620, maybe 630, Amanda, not the 646, Amanda. So 646, man, it was the outlier performance. The That's the outlier range. performance. That's the one that we highlight and go, that was the weird day. Everything else is reasonably like consistent. Hmm. Very interesting. We're talking with someone in their 20s that just all of a sudden have a day like that. But I mean, we've talked about that in the men's show. Um, there's a couple of people who, who are the exact same and we have to see what happens. We have one weight class left. Eric, are you still with us? I know you're 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 dying for time here. Uh, we can get through this last weight class and then I'll let you guys discuss the overall without me. Okay. Sounds good. Bonica Brown. Um, I mean, 11 time world champion, raw equipped world games. One of the greatest, most decorated powerlifters in our sport of all time. She's got a 273.5 best squat. And that is the world record. Um, the world record in terms of the bench press is 164.5 by Mahalia Reeves. Uh, I don't have Bonica's uh, bench or deadlift. If one of you people can grab that for me, please. The deadlift world record, 257.5 by Sarah Bremner. And the world record total is Bonica's at 671.5. And uh, we're anticipating, based off the squat training I've seen, she's doubled the world record before in competition there is obviously as an 84 plus no weight cutting variables although in the heavier weights as uh tori had said on the men's side travel affects you more um even though you're not necessarily cutting so there's other concessions to take into consideration and do we have her best bench and deadlift i've got 155 and 250 Okay, well, there we go. So probably a little too far and a big a bit of an ass to go after the bench world record, 250 to 257 and a half. 
depending on, on how dads move and how much the the squat taxes her, the deadlift world record might be within shot. Let's grab Eric uh, and then we can let him go. Eric, what's your thoughts on Bonica Brown at Sheffield? You know, if um, if you decide to post the fact that you doubled the squat hold record and then pin it to your profile, I think that tells you something about her squat training. But if you decide not to post a single deadlift session where you haven't cropped it so that you can't see the weights because they're outside of the camera for like a year, I don't know that deadlift's going very well. Um, so I think the, it's, it's difficult when she's playing her cards. I haven't seen a single bench on her Instagram either. So like the most recent information we would have on a raw bench is actually from world last year. So if we assume she's doing something around 150 and we assume the deadlift is also around 240, maybe 250, and maybe she just, you know, for the heck of it puts that, you know, world record on the bar. Because, you know, when you're going from 240 to 258, it's not unreasonable, right? Um, I think I think she's going to try to, and she has a good shot at chipping the world record, that's for sure. Um, but I think ultimately, she's not at, like, peak Bonica. I think we'll probably see a total between 660 and 670 at best, um, based upon, you know, her prior performances. Something like a 150, 250 on the, the bench and the deadlift. Um she might decide to go 250 on her second. And if it's really, 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 really fast, then, you know, go 258. I'm not sure. But um, if it's not there, then she won't even be able to really get close. So ultimately, I've got her doing well, um, but not incredibly well, probably somewhere between fifth to seventh. Thank you, sir. And with that, we can let you go. If you got a dip, I know you got things you got to do. And it's it's been an honor, sir. We'll, we'll be in the DMs. And I'll, actually, I'll see you in Sheffield. I look forward to it and uh, take care. Good week, buddy. I'll see you in a bit as well. All right. Take Corey, care. Team. What do you think about uh, Bonica Brown? He made some great points there. She did pin that squat double, but we've seen scarce other mm-hmm. evidence from her other lifts. I think even in the past, she's been pretty quiet on social media. So I don't think that we should jump to conclusions that that training is going horrible maybe squat is just going very well so she's posting that um but that squat world record looks like it's basically hers um bench is kind of out of the cards i think pulls are as well um so even if she went in and has benches and pulls what she did like at worlds or like her previous meets um, that would still allow her to uh, take her uh, world record total and even uh, place her pretty high, like top top five, maybe top six. So, um, yeah, I I predict that she will make some money on squat and on total as well. Rory, what do you think? Yeah, pretty much the same for me. Like the the squat record is kind of hers to lose at this point. The only way that she doesn't get that after hitting it for a double um, is if, if she doesn't perform on the day. Um, but bench and deadlift, I'm not expecting anything spectacular from her. And so like kind of similar to Eric, I, I'm so, sort of splitting the difference between Eric and Tori here. I'm saying that I'm expecting her to come in around a 670. And so uh, because the world record total is 671.5, she may just scrape the world record total, but like I'm, I'm not expecting her to blow the world record total out of the water or anything like that. And so I'm I'm similarly expecting her around a sort of fifth, sixth place finish um, with, again, squat, squat world record. It's going to be interesting because this year at Worlds, I know everybody's been paying attention. Um, watching Sheffield and what she does at Sheffield will be an indication of what we're going to see at Worlds not too far afterwards in June. And Sonita from Belgium is coming, and that is going to be a titanic battle because Sonita has been hitting some monster lifts in the gym. Um, and Bonica is going to have the fight of her life, and the 84 pluses are going to have an amazing showdown at Worlds. And uh, that's, that's going to be a good one. We'll, so Sheffield's got a bit of a preview show for Worlds as well. Um, I'll let everybody, I'll, I'll belt off the standings if everybody hits their personal best and when i say that here's what the standings will look like 
if everyone hits their best individual lifts, not just their best total and their best individual lifts might be rising their total in some scenarios. So here it is. Noemi Alibert would come in first. Leah Bavois would come in second. Amanda Lawrence in third. Tiffany Chapon, a.k.a. Turbo Tiff, in fourth. Bonica Brown in fifth. Jad Jacob in sixth. Joy Namani in seventh. Carlina in eighth. Chandler in ninth. Agatha tenth. Jessica Bittner eleventh. And Evie in twelfth. But that can very quickly change um if you know if evie ends up in the 52s or you know whatever might happen with uh with any of these lifters you know if someone shows up injured or, or what have you so interesting stuff any other points you think we should add for the women's division you know, top three picks let's do the top three picks okay rory you go first <laughs> you're just gonna I copy my answers again tori no. Okay. So no no particular order, just uh just the, the three. Noemi, Shard, Carlina. Can I say something? With Evie and fourth. Can I say yeah, a little something, something? You were a little you were a little shy when we were talking about the 76s picking and stuff, but I think you just did. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think you just showed your cards. Oh yeah, <laughs> right I got to back New Zealand, right? Like, I, 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 <laughs> you just had to keep them talking, Tori. Keep them talking, and they'll say too much. That's what that's what that's what Grandma always said. Keep them talking; yeah. they'll say too much. Um, yeah, I think. All right, you go ahead, Tori. Okay, I also have Noemi in first. Um, then I have Leah and Jad and. I'm also going to put uh, Evie in in fourth. Yeah, you came close to copying him again, didn't you? You guys copying each other's homeworks? What's going Great on? Great minds thinking. Like, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that's all. That definitely can't be it. Um, I just wanted to show, when I was doing the research for this, um, I was looking at the world records, and it was staggering. Let me pull this up real quick. The world records for the women's total here. Let me flip it over. And it is out of the eight possible world records, five of them are from France. Five of eight of the total world records in the IPF belong to France. Like this is <laughs> for everyone saying the hype on the French women. Not only are they winning titles and winning showdowns, but they're literally rewriting history in owning all the world records. And their junior division is stacked as well. Like, this isn't one wave. There's a second wave coming. Mm -hmm. There's multiple waves coming. It's it's only going to get, it's only going to get tougher. Um, it's interesting how this is going. Three of the top 10 women by good life points uh, from France. Yeah, so there it is. Yeah. Well, Tiff and Jade are the only girls here from, or only girls here that are still juniors. So from, and they're also from France. So yeah, I mean, France is, um, France is stacked right now and I got a feeling, you know, I mean, this isn't, you know, this isn't like a hunch feeling because Jad's been showing her cards on like some of these, these lifters hitting the Sheffield, but that five ten, my goodness, man, she went to double that one deadlift that she hit for that five ten. <laughs> that, was, that was amazing. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy what she's doing right now. Jad's about to light up the 57s. <laughs> I got a feeling she's going to light it up. And um, what's going to happen at Worlds with Natalie Richards showing up and Jad Jacob going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. And let's see what Joey happens. Let's see what happens with Joey. If she could rebound off of that 480, maybe she tightens it up and is around the 500 mark as well because she's capable of 495. But the 57s, the battle between Natalie Richards and Jad Jacob, I mean, this is what makes Sheffield so entertaining as well as the potential storylines that are waiting for us uh, moving forward. But um, are either of you two going to be at Sheffield? No. Unfortunately not. I'm going to be waking up at 2.30 uh, in the morning and uh, watching it on TV. Are you, do you I don't even know what time it is for me. I haven't looked into that yet. Check it out. The, Two I, days you... before, I'll, <laughs> I'll plan it out. <laughs> 
make sure you watch it. I know there's watch parties all over the place now. I posted about a watch party and I'm like, this is kind of cool. This is like the Super Bowl where you have watch parties. And I got a bunch of DMs being like, my gym's having a watch party. And like a bunch of people were saying this in the DMs of the King of Lifts. So it's this is different, man. Most people just watch the stream at home. Now it's like you're getting together with friends and it's like an event. Um, and I'm sure it's going to li live up because even some of the people coming in slightly hurt makes the battles closer and better, um, ironically enough, and possible upsets. I don't know. And I'm very intrigued now if Leah Bavois is fooled Rory and, and has him duped. Okay. Well, it's maybe, what maybe. you expect when you're training hard at, after a high-level meet. You know, people get hurt. Maybe we'll be having Leah Babble on the podcast afterwards. And she's like, I got you. I got you, playboy. I've been 100% for weeks, man. What do you think? I'm innocent and I can't lie? I'm a grown, <laughs> I'm a grown woman. I lie every day. <laughs> this is what it is. The fact that you think that says a lot about you, Ryan. <laughs> Six-pack lap it at, as usual, whatever platform you're listening on, please do subscribe. Um, let us know what you think of your picks mention us in your in your stories and we'll we'll tag you back and repost until next time six up and we are out